0: You're impossibly fast
1: and strong. You gotta give me some answers. I'd rather hear your theories. I have considered radioactive spiders and kryptonite. It's all superhero stuff, right? What if I'm not the hero? What if I'm the bad guy? After one week off, we are back to talk about this movie. I'm so excited to talk about it. But first, I am one of your co-hosts, Kyle Charlie's Mustache Clifford.
0: (laughs) Cassidy Team Jacob. Oh. Your co-host.
1: Your Team Jacob? Yes. Wow, shocker. And this is date night. So Yeah, we're back after a week off. Uh, we both were just under the weather last we week. We were and
0: down for the count. Yeah, it was,
1: <laughs> I had been sick for like two and a half weeks at that point. You had been sick for like just under a week and we just were not feeling it. Mm-hmm. And I said it's time to record and you're like, I just don't know if I can do it. And I was like, awesome. I don't think I can do it. So this works out perfectly. Yeah. This is great.
0: Yeah. In case you guys don't know, we don't make any money from this podcast. So we have to go to actual jobs. Um, and so last week I had a couple of really long days at work. Like I'm talking like 14 hour shifts. And so I was just not wanting to do anything when I got home. So I'm sorry, but you can blame me for that. <laughs> it was mostly me. I didn't want to do the podcast. Yeah. You I had, also had a sinus infection.
1: You had like a legitimately tough week too. Cause you also, besides sick, were just like slammed all week at work. Yes. So it was just a combination of a couple of things. But um, we did have a date night this week, kind of. Oh, yes. Because it was your birthday.
0: Yes, I'm coming at you for the first time as a 26-year-old lady.
1: Happy belated birthday. <laughs> this is your birthday episode.
0: <laughs> right. Drew! <laughs> no, yeah, I had my birthday. I'm not, I, you, you guys will never guess what this 26-year-old girl wanted to do for her birthday.
1: I, what was it? I don't even know what you wanted to do. What did you want to do?
0: Have a sleepover?
1: What? You had a sleepover? Yes. Wow.
0: I am not a huge goer-outer anymore. <laughs> I've turned into an old fuddy-duddy. And I just want to stay home in my pajamas. <laughs> and so I had a sleepover with my cousins. And I know people are out there probably are probably like, what? Her cousins? My cousins are my best friends. I have a group of girl cousins that they're just my best friends. And we have sleepovers every couple of them couple of months, we'll have a sleepover, and it's just, it's my girl time, because they're just all as crazy, they're, they're as crazy as I am, and I can say whatever I want and not feel like they're going to judge me for it. My brother also came over, because- And I was also there. Chase, Kyle was there, too. Um, but my brother came over because it was also his birthday.
1: Twin things! <laughs> it's crazy how yeah, you guys have the same yeah. birthday. It's almost like you're twins. So
0: my brother Chase and his girlfriend Ashley yep. came over. Yep. Which her so.
1: birthday is the day before your yeah, birthday. so she actually spent Holy her shit.
0: birthday with us.
1: God bless her soul. God bless
0: her soul, because <laughs> I think she was scarred to death.
1: Yeah. It's a lot, <laughs> but I mean, just what are the chances that Chase would bring home? First of all, let's say this, too. Chase and you are twins.
0: Yes.
1: Ashley is a triplet. Right. Right? So not only did Chase find a triplet, he found a triplet whose birthday is the day before his birthday. <laughs> What the fuck are the chances?
0: I know. It is funny. But then it's always hard because like you don't get like your own. I guess you do. They'll figure it out. But like one person gets their own day and then the next person gets their own day. But like this weekend, what if like Ashley's birthday was on Saturday and Chase's was on Sunday? What if one of your birthdays is on a work day? You're going to want to celebrate it on the weekend.
1: Whoever, I feel like if Chase's would have to come first though.
0: First. Yeah. Because
1: if Ashley's is on like a Sunday, that's still technically a work day. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Chase could do his Saturday and Ashley could do her Sunday. Or they could just celebrate at the same time and just nip this in the bud and not have this conversation at all. Right? Yeah.
0: But anyway, shout out to Ashley for putting up with me and my cousins on her birthday.
1: (laughs) Yeah, for real. Which was so funny. I also want to point out that something that was really funny that happened was there was barely any alcohol consumed. Yes. But there was a lot of milk consumed. Oh. You guys were drinking. You went to the store. Not you, but one of your cousins went to the store. Bought milk, came back, and it was just being passed around like it was a bottle of vodka or something. <laughs> sure. And I was like, yo, what the fuck is going on and right most now? And people would
0: find that really weird. Like, I find it like, extremely people weird. don't have a glass of milk. Um, it's not weird in my family. Oh, it's oh, uh, it curls you my toes. We were having peanut butter chocolate cake, and you needed a glass of milk to wash that down.
1: Mm. So I actually didn't have any of the cake that night. Nice. That probably explains why I didn't want the milk. Also, my and shouldn't have just, the milk. You wouldn't yeah. drink a
0: glass of milk. Yeah.
1: yeah. So my dumbass decided uh, I was in my stomach was in knots all day Saturday and part of Sunday because when I woke up Saturday, I noticed there was a sausage left out on the counter, and I was like, "This is fine. I'll eat that. That's totally okay. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that." So I woke Cass up and asked her if she had any plans for the sausage, and she was like, Oh shit, did I leave it out? No, I don't have any plans for it, you idiot. I was like, Cool, 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 cool. I ate it. Yeah, so this Kyle likes, um,
0: he eats a lot of things that he probably shouldn't eat. He will eat meat that's been left out of the fridge. I prefer my pizza left on
1: the counter overnight versus the refrigerator. He
0: will have an all meat pizza. That he gets mad at me when I try to put it in the fridge Can't because he wants, he wants it sitting on the counter for the morning. Yeah. I'm like, Kyle... There's some meat on there. And cheese. Both things are going to go bad without refrigeration. And I'm
1: lactose intolerant. It's it's already going to fuck my stomach up. Yes. But I just get out myself. So yeah,
0: we had had sausage subs for dinner, and there was five sausages. And obviously, I only needed four sausages. So one sausage sat out overnight, and Kyle made it his breakfast, and he paid for it the rest of the day. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I could talk about eating left out meat for hours i could have a whole podcast on it quite honestly but we need to move on and let's talk about what we're doing and why we're doing it since when the vampires like baseball well it's the american pastime and uh there's a thunderstorm coming it's the only time we can play you'll see why so to recap last month was fantasy february we're trying to do fantasy movies the whole month and so the last week was my pick and I picked Twilight, which I didn't realize would have been such a controversial pick until Cass pointed out that, does Twilight count as fantasy? Mm-hmm. And it never crossed my mind that it wouldn't. And so when I Googled it, it says Twilight is a fantasy drama romance. Yeah. Okay. Stephanie Meyer, the author of the book, considers it a uh, comedy romance drama. She does not consider it fantasy. Oh. Which is insane. So vampires
0: and werewolves are very real in her role.
1: Yeah, reality. like that's just an insane thing. It's all <laughs> fantasy, baby. It's all fantasy. Yeah,
0: it actually on Letterboxd, if you look at the genres on Letterboxd, it says romance, drama, fantasy. Yeah,
1: perfect. So that's so I was like, I'm gonna wrap up Fantasy February with a weird one and go Twilight. Yeah. We ended up not talking about it because well we were just sick and didn't want to talk about anything, honestly. So we pushed it back a week, and it worked out perfectly. Because uh, as Cass said when we watched this movie, I don't need to take notes. I know this movie. Uh, She said, I don't need to take notes. I know this whole movie. And then proceeded to pretty much quote the entire (laughs) movie to me while we were watching it. So every line being said, she was doubling it uh, and saying it as well. So, yeah, she didn't need to take notes. So it works out that we're talking about it this week.
0: Yes. I've seen this movie probably once or twice.
1: Probably just once (laughs) or twice. I think I turned you on to Twilight.
0: (laughs) No, um, this is a movie from my childhood. Yeah, I read all the Twilights.
1: You even read the new ones that the came out after movies. it too. I read
0: all the ones that came out after the fact, even the one
1: about that girl, that tragic life of so and so.
0: Yes, the short life of Brie Tanner. Yeah, there we go. That's the one. Um, I saw. I was a little young for the first couple movies to see in theaters, but I saw the last two in theaters. Um, which was an experience. Yeah,
1: I believe it. Um, I bet the theater blew up during that uh, epic battle scene.
0: Yes. Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> people were, like, screaming. Like, oh, I believe it. Walking out of the theater. <laughs> I'm just oh, they
1: just <laughs> stayed five more minutes.
0: Um, but, yeah, so I'm, I'm a huge Twilight fan. I'll always be a Twilight fan. Me and Kyle both, like, when it's raining out, we're like, ooh.
1: Twilight vibes. <laughs>
0: it's Twilight vibes. So
1: I will randomly, if there's even a bit of fog or, like, a gray filter over the world when I wake up in the morning. I'm like, it's giving Twilight. Yes. We need to watch Twilight. I can't tell you how many times I've seen this actual movie, like the first Twilight movie, because every time I say... It's giving Twilight, we watched the first Twilight, yeah. but there are, what, five of them? Mm-hmm. And so we never make it past the first one, I feel I, like. We I, start I, this series so many times and never make it to the end. Yeah,
0: I actually have a very hard time, like, when I watch this first movie, I I need to watch the other ones. Yeah. Like, it needs to be on a day where I can watch all of them.
1: But you can't room. just, like, watch two of them, stop, and then a week later watch the last three, you know what I mean? Every time we start watching the series, we have to start from the beginning. So I've seen the first movie a hundred times probably, (laughs) and I still don't remember half of the shit that happens until I'm watching it. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And so I feel like one of these days we have to have just a a gray out day and watch all of the Twilight movies.
0: Yes. On the next rainy day. It's winter. So, but anyway, on the next rainy day, maybe we'll have a a Twilight, a
1: Yeah, I like it. Sounds like a good idea. So uh, I could talk about Twilight all day. I mean... We could literally do a podcast just on the Twilight series. I'm sure there are some out there. She hates when I do this. That's why I keep doing it. I think it's the funniest thing. (laughs) Anyway, let's go ahead and uh, actually talk about Twilight. Yeah. Hey. Where you running to? Oh, there she is. What's up? Yo. How you guys doing? What's up, girl? Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Where are you going? Where are you going? (laughs)
0: I'm going to hang out with us. Come 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 on. It's fun the
1: problem is like that man oh, don't normal. touch really, me man. You, you really no you seriously don't, like your don't touch is. me oh. get in the car that was a very dangerous maneuver yeah so the <laughs> The very first thing that comes to mind when I think of Twilight is, is this the most awkward movie ever made?
0: <laughs> so, um, uh, watching this as an adult, there are so, so many just like skin growing cringy. Oh, things. yeah. But there are also, I think iconic scenes. Absolutely. Like, you don't think about Twilight without thinking about these scenes. But when you watch them as an adult, it's hard. Like, honestly, when I watch it by myself, I'm like, oh, this is great. But when I watch it with someone else, I'm like...
1: Yo, what is that? Every time I watch a movie and I'm like, this is so good. I need to show someone. Like, we recently... I watched Iron Claw. Uh And I made you watch it. And while I'm watching it the second time, I'm like, damn, is this movie... Even good? Like, is it good? It's a great movie. I gave it four and a half stars. I fucking love it. But there's something when you watch a movie that you love with someone else. Yeah. You're like, oh, you start picking it apart. You're like, that's not good. Like I don't that like self, that. That's corny. It's the
0: self-consciousness of like, do they love it as much as yeah, I do? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But it's just like, also like, when you're watching these scenes alone, it's not as like embarrassing when you're watching them with someone else. No, it's still like, embarrassing. Every time yeah. I watch this movie, even
1: if I've ever watched it alone, I've been like, this movie is so embarrassing, They're- bro.
0: But this, the cringy scenes in this movie is what make it Twilight.
1: Yes, absolutely. It Twilight has, like, the reason it's so iconic is because of the awkward vibe that it puts off. Right. Like, there should be a drinking game that just talks about, like, every time Kristen Stewart gasps, take right. a shot. You'd be drunk in the first 25 minutes.
0: And the thing is, like, even in the book, like, it talks about how awkward Bella Swan is. Yes. And Kristen Stewart does a great job. Portraying that,
1: yeah, um, she sort of memefied herself because of this movie. I watched an yeah, interview, where, an interview with her the other day, where they were like, "We're gonna read, we're gonna have you read your iconic lines from movies, and you got to tell us what movie it's from." Uh-huh. And she couldn't remember this line, so she said, "Hold on, let me read it like I'm Kristen Stewart." Yeah, and it's literally Kristen Stewart, but she read it in the Bella Swan voice essentially, and was like, "Oh, oh I know what movie God. this is," and I was like, "That's iconic, bro."
0: But yeah, and there's so many videos of like girls like. The whole and yeah, like Bella pretending to be Bella Swan and like doing her mannerisms because her mannerisms are so classic. Classic. They're classic. Like they're just like you think of Kristen Stewart, right? You think of her mannerisms. You think in of Twilight. her pushing
1: her hair behind her ear and like the shoulder shrugs and like <laughs> the chin chuck, the, the 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 chin tuck and the eye look away and all that shit. Yes. You know what I mean?
0: And like the the little stutter and like the little like the she's gasping, just like little like <laughs> nod thing with yeah. her head. It's sort of like head shake. Like she has a subtle. I don't know, like she Tourette's. has Tourette's. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Honestly. It's kinda of like she has like a subtle twitch, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's very weird. But like that's the that's what makes this movie fucking fun. Mm-hmm. Is that it is bad. But it is good at the same it is a it is a bad movie that is good because it is bad.
0: Right. I mean it's about a seventeen year old girl falling in love with a hundred and seventeen year old vampire. Yeah. I'm like the parts are gonna be a little cringy.
1: In quite possibly the most awkward decade of all time, which is the early two thousands. Like the just watching even the style of the early two thousands. Which looking at all these movies being made now, where it's like, hey, this takes place in two thousand and five. Look how retro everything is. I'm like, bitch, I remember two thousand and five. What do you mean retro? <laughs> Fuck off. But the style, it was like such an awkward time because no one, everyone's hair is down past their eyes. They've all got the same flip cut, where they got like flip their hair out of their <laughs> eyes, and they're all wearing a short sleeve shirt with a long sleeve shirt underneath it. Oh! And the style the is layering. just so bad. They
0: wear like four different right. tops layered on top right. of each other, but they all had to be like one had to be longer than the next, so they all showed a little bit at the. Point.
1: It was ridiculous. <laughs> so I think this movie came out at the perfect time, and it capitalized on this awkward ass energy happening in the world, and was like, "Here's an awkward ass movie that will." personify this entire generation of people yes but i think also uh, one of the things that i love the most about this movie is how melodramatic everything is oh
0: my god the drama the drama
1: is ridiculous <laughs> and i'm here for it give me all of the most insane drama you can this is it's just such a ridiculous movie everything that happens bell is like oh oh, no, oh man it's like she's always so over the top it's also extra but it works
0: yes I mean, you have to, like, it's honestly, like, it's not like this movie's, like, making fun of itself. It's not at all. No. But in order to make a movie like this be even somewhat, like, believable, enjoyable, you got to bring the drama.
1: you got to embrace Howard. you De- also pandering towards, like, 17-year-old girls and younger, you know what I mean? Like, right. this movie was not even for 17-year-olds. This movie was made for, like, middle schoolers. You know what no. I mean? Like, like young high schoolers and middle schoolers. Absolutely. I was, uh, when I, this came out in 2009, I was in, like, 7th or 8th grade. And this took my school by storm. Everyone wanted to be Bella Swan. And so I think to cater to that audience, you're like, let's make everything heightened. Let's all heighten the drama. And right. I don't know. It's just also like some of the line delivery is so dramatic. Right. And well, it is, it, so it's just, it's awesome. It back works. Back
0: to like make everything dramatic. When you're in high school, when you're in middle school, it does feel like everything happening to you is so dramatic. Life altering. Mm-hmm. When in reality, it's not really a big deal.
1: Yeah, completely. I mean,
0: being turned into a vampire is pretty like (laughs) altering. But a lot of the things that are happening here that are so.
1: Like asking a girl to the prom. They're like all stuttering about asking Bella to the prom. And by the way, why are you asking Bella to the prom when Anna Kendrick is standing right there? That's just insane to me. I don't never understand that. It's that new girl, shiny new toy thing that every high school has when their new kid shows up. You know what I mean? And Anna
0: Kendrick was a little bit pick me in this.
1: A super pick-me. You're right. You're right. No
0: boy likes a pick-me, girl.
1: Yeah. She was pick-me. I didn't even think of that until you said it, but she absolutely was. Like, every time, like, any of the dudes are talking to her, she pops up and she's like, hey, what are we talking about? And it's like, yeah. oh, get out of here. <laughs> yeah. The only thing, the only real critique I have of this movie is because it's Twilight, bro. Just turn your, like, your critical brain off and, and laugh at the enjoy. glittery vampires. Like,
0: just enjoy the ride. Don't overthink this movie. Yeah,
1: I mean, honestly. But like the only real critique I even have for this is that it feels like it is two movies. And it sometimes doesn't feel like it's blending itself together oh. very well. And uh, the reason I say that is because the whole backstory of what James, the tracker guy, coming in and like hunting Bella why like I understand like I understand why they do it because you know it gets them in trouble with the Volturi or whatever the fuck it is I get it but I'm saying why is like why would James like logically go to all this trouble just for her like just to get Bella it feels like it comes out of fucking nowhere I know that they're like following this group of vampires but it's just like always happening in the background and such a like small amount of time is dedicated to them throughout the movie that when it finally comes that they're the big bads you're like I don't even care about these people we don't even know who they are they're barely explained
0: I think it's because they have to show the risk to Bella being involved with the vampires because obviously like Edward's family is not a big threat to her right but they have to show like what she's willing to endure to be with Edward such as uh, vampires hunting her yeah I think that's the reason they do it.
1: No, I mean I get, I get why. I just feel like they didn't dedicate enough time to these villains to make me give two fucks about what they They are, who they are, what they're doing.
0: Pop in.
1: Yeah, they just pop in. They kill a couple people beforehand, but they're not like
0: influential people. Right.
1: They have a scene that's actually filmed in a very like horror aspect, Um, and it is the scene where they're chasing that guy down the um, steam plant or whatever. That scene like was filmed like it was actually shot in a horror movie. I loved it, and then they jump to the boat scene like forty minutes later, and then they just show up and they're like, "Hey, get out of here!" Yeah. Like you're in our turf, and it just felt like they were never really that big. But you knew that it was going to come to a head eventually because like, why would they show us that if it's not? Right. But it never really felt like we were dealing with anybody important. And when they show up, you're like, "Oh, these guys." Like it never really felt like a threat towards the Cullens. You know what I mean? And there's yeah. more of the Cullens anyway. You know, it just never felt. Like a, like a Thanos level threat, or even like a big bad level threat in their in their universe. Right.
0: I think the only reason that they ha- went that direction is because if they didn't have that, there would have been no climax to the to the. Movie. Agreed.
1: No, I completely agree because was, I mean, without that, you don't really they have had Bella to running fight away. Some threat. Yeah.
0: Because like at this point, Edward and Bella are together. Like that initial like threat of Edward being a vampire is gone. Like, yeah. They're together. She's met his family. They're playing baseball. Like, right <laughs> um, so you need that other threat that's been lurking to now take effect because what else are they going to do
1: no I completely agree I completely agree it just felt like they weren't stitched together as fluently as I would have liked yeah Um. necessary because without it the movie doesn't really have an ending like a like a climax right and without that you don't really have a movie so I get why um, it fits in the scheme of like save the cat you know what I mean like here are your acts you need to hit them but I just never felt like it was stitched together in a cohesive manner. Right. That's really the only critique I have for this movie. You
0: know what I don't understand? You touched on it a little bit. Is James's need
1: for her. We talked about this during the movie. I asked you, I was like, is there like a specific reason? And you were like, not really. Just that he wants to get her because they said no. Because Edward said, no, you can't have her.
0: Right. And I think, so they've said on multiple occasions that Bella smells really good. Yeah. So that's one. Or horrific, if you're a human (laughs) watching Edward. Um, Two, the way Edward reacts to James wanting to eat Bella starts this frenzy for him where it's like, this is the most interesting game he's ever played because no vampire has ever protected a human before. But then, if you really think about it, I'm like, James is actually putting his life in risk. Yeah, absolutely. It's Because... Everyone else leaves him. Like Laurent is like I'm not a part of this. You don't see Victoria again
1: until and the end. What the fuck is that? Yeah, she's not even around and then she's like, "Oh, I got to get revenge."
0: James against potentially
1: 10 s- fucking vampires?
0: 6 vampires.
1: Yeah, okay. Well,
0: 7. 7 was 7 effort. vampires. Um, you're not going to win.
1: Right. So, what is the play here?
0: The only thing uh, the only play he had is that he tried to separate Bella from them. And so that he did have, he, he could have killed her. He just toyed with her. Right. But he could have succeeded and gone away before anyone had even found him. Oh yeah. But.
1: Like at no, the ballet studio you mean? Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's what I just don't get is why, like there needs, there should have been like more.
1: Besides the bell there, or besides Bella's smell, there needed to be like some sort of reasoning as to why he was so entranced with like. Getting her. He was obsessed with getting her.
0: And also, a thing that will always irritate me about this movie.
1: Ooh, what is it?
0: Is when they. Alice all of a sudden has that vig, vision yeah. that the vampires are coming. And they're like, oh no, we don't have time to get rid of Bella. Like, it's too late. They have super speed. Yeah. Edward, pick Bella up and super speed her to that Hummer of yours. <laughs>
1: and whip out no yeah I agree oh when they show up on the baseball field like, yeah they still have agree. to
0: make it entirely across the field they wouldn't have her.
1: yeah they only smell and it because the wind blows in their direction right like when they show like when they're facing each other you know what I mean right
0: and you know what even if they did smell a human they could have said like oh that was our that was our lunch
1: yeah yeah I don't get it it just doesn't it just that doesn't make sense It's
0: what will always bother me because they haven't even made it into the clearing when they're like oh yeah we don't have time right I'm like you have, you have plenty
1: of time, plenty of time to get her out of there. Like you said, sp- speed run her away, even out of the Hummer, but, like even if you don't take her to the Jeep or the Hummer or whatever, you could speed run her away. But you know then what then I mean? again,
0: you don't have that climax if you don't, if you do that, but,
1: but it's like too it's easy that, to poke a hole in it. That,
0: right. That's suspension of disbelief. I can only suspend my disbelief so much and I don't believe that he couldn't have gotten her to the, I front. will believe,
1: God. I will suspend my disbelief that vampires exist. Okay. <laughs> But I will not suspend it enough to believe that Edward couldn't have gotten Bella away from that situation. <laughs> What's the point
0: of being a vampire if you can't use that super yeah, speed, okay? Yeah, honestly.
1: Honestly, though. Actually, but this I want to go back real quick to talk about something. Yeah. The baseball scene. Yeah, the baseball We kind of have to talk about the baseball scene. <laughs> so, we can't scoot over that. The
0: baseball scene is known as the most cringiest scene yep. in movie history. The,
1: <laughs> easily the worst scene to ever be filmed, ever. And it's awesome. It's fantastic. (laughs) It is so bad and so cringy that every time I watch it, I get secondhand embarrassment for everybody involved. I'm like, you really did that. You really thought you did something here. When the way Allison kicks her leg all the way up into the Alice, whatever, kicks her leg all the way up into the air, like fucking to touching her nose to throw a (laughs) baseball. But it's like this is just horrendous. And then when Edward and Emmett. Yes, they run and they slam into each other <laughs> and they fall to the ground. They're like ah, and they start wrestling around on the ground. I'm like, what the fuck is this? It's, very, it's horrible. It's and very cringy,
0: it, but at the same time, you're seeing like the lighter side of these people.
1: Yes, but like
0: they're just why baseball too?
1: Why <laughs> baseball?
0: That's what this. That's what this scene is like. It's like oh, you know, they're just like just like us.
1: It's also a way to get. It's the only way you really get Leron- and James, and Victoria, or whatever her name is, to get to Bella, so you're like, we have to film the most cringeworthy scene imaginable in history, basically. Yeah. And also, just to get this one, just to further the plot along.
0: Can we talk about Rosalie when she slides into home? Yo! And um, Esme t- clearly tag like, Dude, Rosalie's my foot is a, a foot <laughs> away from the home plate. Absolutely. And Rosalie, uh, Esme tags her out, and so Bella calls her out. Bella,
1: hold on, hold on. Bella doesn't call her out. She goes, you're out? She's like, you're, you're out? Like, she's so shy and quiet and yeah. awkward about it. It's like, bro, just say Please, out. And
0: Rosalie death glares her like it was even a close call. It was not even close. Not it's not like close. Bella had to make a call. You literally still aren't yeah. touching home plate.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, were, you slid, first of all, you were out by miles. Second of all, you slid way too fucking late. Or I mean, way too early, and you missed the plate. Like you yeah, stopped you your forward st- momentum. Momentum stopped before <laughs> you, you even got to the plate. Still haven't bro. even
0: made it to home plate. So clearly you're out. Yeah,
1: like it was. It was so bad. And then every time they hit the ball, it's like a million miles into the woods, and I'm like,
0: we're not even playing baseball at this that's point. Like, just
1: why I even bother? Yo, and that's what that's another thing that kills me. Is they're waiting for the thunder. They're Itching. I just picture them itching in that apartment or their house, being like, "Yo, when's the next thunderstorm? I want to play baseball so bad. Play football or something at a normal pace with each other, and you'll be okay." Right. Why do you have to play the loudest game possible and right. use aluminum bats, bro? Also,
0: also, when Edward's like, "Oh well, we could, it's a thunderstorm and thunderstorms are the only time that we can play baseball," and Belle's like, "Well, why?" And Edward's like. Oh, you'll see. And it's just like... (laughs) Just Just explain it, bro. Just because we hit the ball freaking (laughs) hard, okay?
1: Because we're vampires of super strength, bro. That's all you have to say. Also,
0: if they were truly hitting the ball, like, what is that bat made out of? Because if they're truly (laughs) hitting the ball to make it go that far, that bat ain't made of normal material, okay?
1: Yo, there would be massive dents and holes. <laughs> the bat would be a boomerang by the time they got done with one inning, they half an inning. They would and get a thing. new
0: bat for each bat. Yeah,
1: it's ridiculous, bro. So it's so insane. What I also love is they have they're playing under like. Uh, wiffle ball rules. There's a, a, there's a catcher, a pitcher, and two fielders. And it's, it's like, you don't even have enough, enough people to play this game, dude. <laughs> don't even have It's it. enough
0: for vampires, babe. Oh my
1: god, it kills me. It kills me almost as much as Jasper not blinking once in a <laughs> movie.
0: So Jasper in the first movie is so freaking creepy.
1: I hate him. I <laughs> actually hate him. Like, if I saw a man like that in real life, I'd be like, Jeffrey Dahmer.
0: Right? And then the second movie, he gets a little better. You don't really see much of him in the second movie. But third movie, he's like like teaching all these people how to fight the newborns. And he's like a regular old lad... With a southern accent, right? Just,
1: You're like, where have you been this whole fucking time? We've watched six hours worth of this franchise, and you've been in ten minutes, bro.
0: Right, and I would actually love to go back and like really pay attention to his lines in this first movie to see if the southern accent was something he started in the third one. You
1: actually said, uh, you actually said in the movie he's supposed to be southern, but he didn't have enough lines for either of us to be right. like, be aware of it. I do know that he's like a Confederate soldier. Yeah, like that's his whole backstory. Yeah, why?
0: That's actually, I want to see if I can find this quote. Okay. So it's actually so funny that you say that because as I was looking for my reviews, which I skipped this one because I was like, oh, I probably shouldn't read that one. But it's so funny. It says, younger me humiliating myself by being obsessed with Jasper just to find out that he was a proud Confederate soldier <laughs> is literally my villain origin story. Honestly,
1: though. But like, <laughs> it's true. It's true. He also has such a creepy vibe, it's not shocking to find out he's a southern oh, Confederate soldier.
0: The, one of the other cringiest things is Alice being like, It's okay, Jasper. You won't hurt her.
1: When did that happen? Oh, when he first comes in, when she first comes to the house and he comes in through the window or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. The whole movie is just cringy, man. It really is. The last thing I want to talk about that I have written down in my notes is that the effects in this movie are awful. Oh. But I'm okay with it. <laughs> Like the scenes where they're running make yeah. me gag. They literally make me go, <laughs> I can't handle it. I like can't. all
0: I all I think of when I, they're running is just the sound effect.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it looks like someone Andrew the Scooby Doo legs when they can't quite like, get up underneath them and be like, Yeah, that's great. Send it out. The world's gonna love it. Like, even at the time, let's be honest, the effects aren't that bad. They're, they're much better than, than some things we've seen even today. But they're not great by any stretch of the imagination. And I can guarantee you, 2009, they weren't considered good back then either. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Um. So, yes, the effects are not great, great but the cinematography is great. I like agree. The, the film over everything. way this movie looks. Like, you said it when it started. Like, everything, they have made, filmed it where everything just looks Gray.
1: Yeah, there's a bluish gray tint like, to fucking everything. It's right. awesome.
0: Like you, it looks like this movie was truly the entire thing was filmed in the midst of a storm.
1: Yeah, and that which fits the tone beautiful. of the movie perfectly. And that like hits, it's cold,
0: right? And I think that's why this movie has become so. Like we're not the only people that every time it rains we're like, "Ooh, Twilight Day." Oh my fuck no! Like this movie has just become such an iconic rainy day movie because of the vibes. That they created.
1: There's actually a a keychain you can buy that you hold it up to... It's like a looking glass. When you hold it up, it's called the Twilight film. Mm. And it turns everything... Or the Twilight tint. And it turns everything you're looking at to the Twilight tint. Yeah. And it's just like... It's so iconic that it has its own line of like tinted glasses you can buy. It's Mm. fucking crazy. Right. But it fits the tone of this movie specifically so well. It's like this... It's like the perfect world for a vampire. It's so cloudy all the time. It's so dark all the time. It's cold. And everything's just bluish gray. And love it. Love, love, love it. Was there anything else you want to talk about in this section?
0: Yes, actually. And it's not like a super serious point, but I think it's so freaking funny. Because I mentioned it while we were watching the movie. This entire movie, they have made a massive point about how clumsy Bella is. Yeah, Like, girl can't even walk without tripping yeah she's incredibly clumsy edward spider monkeys her up into a tree yo and they're at the tippy tippy top of this tree we're watching a running scene right now and it's just so funny but um, <laughs> um edward spider monkeys her up into the top of this tree and lets her wander around on the branches. Mm-hmm. Without holding on to her.
1: Right. Let's her climb higher actually. Like she's even she's like a few branches below the tippy top and she's like climbing up there and he's watching her. Yes. But absolutely not.
0: And it's like, Edward, I like I understand you're a vampire, but if she fell, how are you getting yourself to the ground any faster (laughs) than she is? You can't fall faster.
1: For real. And this isn't uh, vampire diary rules, man. You can't die with vampire blood in your system and come back a vampire, right? She's fucking dead. That bitch is dead.
0: Like, you know Bella's clumsy. You have literally gotten mad at her for how clumsy she is. The scene in the
1: greenhouse. Yeah. She's in the middle of a line. So I actually never realized that she was, like, supposed Why'd I say it like that? I never realized she was supposed to be this clumsy girl until you pointed out this last rewatch. And I was like, that makes sense. I thought it was, like, a mistake because she eats it, bro. She goes down.
0: Yeah, and I was like, yo, the what ice. the fuck
1: is happening she, in this scene?
0: She even says, like, when she falls and slips on the ice and th- the very first time she falls in this movie, yeah, ice isn't really a friend for the uncoordinated. Oh my
1: god, when she's walking out of the house, that's right. I forgot all yeah. about that. Because her dad changes the tires on the truck. Right. That's right. I forgot Bella about that. Bella needs
0: some freaking winter tires for feet.
1: Yeah, she does, dude.
0: But yeah, when they're in the greenhouse and she trips and Edward's like, Can you at least watch where you're walking?
1: Yeah. He's so angry too. It's like, whoa man, <laughs> fucking relax. <laughs>
0: But that was the only thing that I wanted to talk about because I think it's so funny that the entire movie, they're like, Bella's clumsy, Bella's clumsy. Let's bring her up into a tree and let her wander, around, wander right. around on the branches. Yeah, that's smart. Edward would never do that. No. So why does he do that?
1: Probably just to show her his, like, he's like, his look how cool room. I am. He's like, right. oh, I can climb a tree. But you
0: can bring her up there as long as you're holding on to her. She's not yeah. going to fall. <laughs> she needs
1: to be like one of those baby carriers. Right?
0: But it's when you let her wander onto the other side of the tree... That you're asking for, it.
1: and higher, like right.
0: oof. you're asking for it, Edward.
1: Yeah, agreed. Anything else? Are you good?
0: No, I'm so ready to read my reviews. All right,
1: well, let's go ahead and rate this bitch, and then we'll read some reviews.
0: Who are they? The
1: Collins. They're um, Doctor and Mrs. Collins' foster kids. They moved down here from Alaska like a few years ago. They kind of keep to themselves. Yeah, because they're all together. Like, together, together. Um, The blonde girl, that's Rosalie, and the big dark-haired guy, Emmett, they're like a thing. I'm not even sure that's legal. Yes, they're not actually related. Yeah, but they live together. It's weird. Your birthday, your movie, your rating first.
0: I give Twilight, and I am probably going to receive mucho hate for this, I give Twilight four stars.
1: Four stars.
0: Four Twilights. This movie, I think it's honestly the nostalgia for me, and I won't say it's anything more than that. This movie is nostalgic. It is my vibe. Like, I love cozy, rainy day vibes, and Twilight gives me that. that And I just want to sit down, watch Twilight with a cup of coffee and a blanket.
1: And just spend all day, just all day, just a rainy day watching them. Yes. I get it. I'm going to give it three and a half vampires. Three and a half out of five. It's sitting right there and you didn't even say it. So three and a half vampires. No stars in here.
0: Well, I thought it was kind of funny because stars and Twilight kind of go hand in hand.
1: That's fair. I'm going to give it three and a half vampires still. (laughs) Uh, So I think it's like you said. This is just a a nostalgic movie because I remember watching this multiple times growing up for Christ's sake. And then when I met you, it just like hit overdrive and I've watched (laughs) it like a billion times since then. But there's also just something to the fact that it is exactly what it's set out to be an awkward clumsy teenage romance mm-hmm. that's all it is it never had to be this like a spiritual and emotional awakening for people like before sunrise you know what i mean which is another romantic movie you can watch it's considered one of the best romance movies of all time this doesn't have to be that it's about yeah. fucking vampires what do you want it's it's stupid it's clumsy just go into it turn your brain off and have fucking fun not everything needs to be citizen right. kane you know this what movie i mean it does
0: have a Cult following, which
1: is crazy because I can guarantee you that this movie, like, uh, when I guess the letterbox rating, uh, I'm gonna guess like mid twos. I bet this movie does not have a high rating, but the amount of people who love it and who are diehard fans, I guarantee you that there are the same amount of five stars as there are half stars on that fucking movie. I mean,
0: this movie came out in 2008, it's been almost 20 years, not yeah, but 16 years, yeah. And you still on the daily hear Team Edward or Team Jacob. Yeah. And that was like a battle.
1: It was. Girls in my school were wearing shirts that said like Team Jacob or Team Edward on them. I remember. Oh yeah.
0: Yes. And so this movie is just, it may not be the best filmography, but it makes everyone feel something.
1: Yeah. Whether you hate it or you love it, you feel something and that's all you got. That's all the movie's supposed to do, man.
0: So, now that we've talked about what you think the letterback's... (laughs) Letterboxd score is going to be Do you want to make an actual guess? Yeah, I'm
1: going to guess 2.7
0: Close, 2.9
1: Okay, that's respectable Will you see how many 5 star and then how many half stars there are?
0: There are 29,000 Half stars
1: That's a fucking lot of half stars
0: And there are 137 Holy shit Thousand five stars.
1: Holy shit. Wow. Okay. So it's wrong.
0: So I, yeah, because when I was actually looking for reviews, I was having trouble finding any reviews for less than three stars.
1: I believe that. It makes sense because, like, you're looking at, like, the most liked reviews. Yeah. And the people who like the movie are going to like the reviews that are higher rated. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I thought it'd be a lot more even because that rating is like, that, I mean, 2.9 is kind of low. Right. For the cult following, this has. I mean, they had a Twilight Festival in Forks for, like, 10 years after the movie. of still
0: so when we went when we lived in Washington we went to Port Angeles mm-hmm. which is nothing like <laughs> in the movie we got to Port Angeles and it's like a little like coastal town and this they made it look like this quirky little like yeah bookstore town Port Angeles looks nothing like it does in this movie just so you know so if anyone goes there <laughs> for warning, it does not look like it does in Twilight.
1: I remember you being so disappointed when we got there.
0: But I'm so upset that we lived in Washington and never actually made it to Forks. Going to Forks has been something that I wanted to do my entire life. We made
1: plans to go. And we Why lived didn't we ever within go? a couple
0: hours of it and did not go. Yeah,
1: and I wanted to go too. I remember being gung ho about it because it was like fucking Forks. We're yeah, go to Twilight. And go to like
0: La Push, like the beach, the. They, yeah,
1: and they have like uh, memorabilia from the movie and shit there. Yeah. And Why we didn't never we went. go? We just never went. I think it was like a four hour drive, and we were like, think of the we, dogs. We were,
0: it was a, yeah, it was like three and a half to four hours. So, we either would have had to bring the dogs or we would have had to have found a place to stay overnight, which is what that's the issue, I think, is we looked, we wanted to stay overnight. Yeah. And we could not find a single place to stay, which because it's the forks. They don't it's have, forks, yeah. They There's don't like have six a people. a lot of Airbnbs <laughs> yeah. and forks.
1: Um, okay, read me some reviews.
0: Yes, my favorite part. So, this review is from Robin. She gave Twilight two and a half stars. And she said, I've got 99 problems with this movie, but the supermassive black hole baseball scene ain't one.
1: Jesus. So
0: she liked it.
1: I feel like, I mean, I I find it to be cringe inducing and one of the worst scenes ever filmed, but I do like it. I like watching it. I like the feeling (laughs) I get watching it.
0: The the supermass. That hole song. That
1: is the the soundtrack. There's never been a movie better paired with a soundtrack Then Twilight. Do you know how many songs come from this song, this playlist from this movie that still to this day when people hear them, they go, That's Twilight.
0: That's so funny that you're making up that point because another one of my reviews is a five star review from Van Gogh and it says Twilight Soundtrack Warriors. Let me hear y'all make some noise. Absolutely.
1: There's like five songs on this track that are fucking crazy. This
0: soundtrack, like that's the thing is like me and Kyle be in the car and he has like one of the songs from here on his. Phone. so yeah. it will randomly play and I'm like I gotta go watch Twilight yeah <laughs> because it's just like the soundtrack is so massive to this movie like it the vibe even like so we were talking about like the cinematography I'm getting excited we're yeah. talking about the, <laughs> the cinematography and how like everything the way they film this just feels like Twilight mm-hmm. the soundtrack that they played in this just feels like Twilight mm-hmm. like they're so perfectly matched to this movie that they're so iconic that you cannot hear a song without thinking about Twilight.
1: It's true. Every time we hear any Paramore song, doesn't even have to be the one from this movie, just any Paramore song, and I'm like, oh, yeah, Twilight, yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love how excited you just got. You were like <laughs> clapping your hands together and shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, the next review is a five star review. Okay. From Shay, <laughs> and I, I chose this one because I thought you would have some words. Oh, okay. Quentin Tarantino breaks down at the thought that he cannot make a movie this good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Quentin Tarantino wishes he made this movie. Fair enough. I'm not even going to argue that because it's it's such an insane take that it's clearly just fucking not real. Right? I love it though. Um, Martin Scorsese says he could never. Let's just say that.
0: Right? Um, then I have a two and a half star review from Aaliyah.
1: Damn. Okay. And, on me.
0: And she said, I am absolutely howling because right after Bella says that she's not scared of Edward, he's like, Oh really? Well, look at this. And then goes and dot, dot, dot glitters. Like he, <laughs> <laughs> like he thought that maybe if she wasn't afraid of being murdered and drained, she might be afraid of sparkles. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, That is fucking insane that she was like. Okay, instead of having them blow up in the sunlight, they shine. <laughs>
0: Scary. You <laughs> could
1: just explain that. You could go out in the sunlight as a vampire and just explain away and be like, yeah, I got into the glitter last night. Ah, <laughs> that's crazy. And then everyone's like, there goes the glitter guy. Like, no one gives a fuck. <laughs> She's
0: like, I'm not scared. And he's like, oh, yeah? Watch this.
1: Watch me sparkle.
0: <laughs> yeah. Scared now, Bella.
1: <laughs> She's like, yeah, actually, a little bit. Such what the beautiful. fuck's
0: going on? <laughs> Because girls like sparkles. You aren't scaring us with sparkles.
1: You look like a diamond, bro. (laughs) Um,
0: And then I have a one and a half star. Damn, that's
1: mean, bro. From Ruben. That's mean.
0: And he said, all jokes aside, this film is a technical shambles, but my boy Robert is in it, so an extra one star. So he was going to give this half a star, (laughs) but because Robert Pattinson was in it, it gets one and a half.
1: I mean, it's not a technically great movie, (laughs) but it's fun. Right. That has to count for something.
0: Right. Um, And then Grace highly disagrees with Ruben. Okay, here we go, Grace. She gave this movie five stars.
1: (laughs) Fuck it. And said... (laughs) One star for Robert Pattinson, right?
0: (laughs) Cinema was invented, peaked... And then died all within the two hours and two minutes of this movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's fucking awesome. That's peak cinema right there. Um, oh, that's great. And then
0: I have one last one. And this one doesn't, they, they actually didn't give it a rating, but I've been wanting to talk about this fad, fascination, obsession. Since we watched watch this movie and we're going to do a podcast on it. Okay. Um. So this comment is from Emma Stefanski. And it says, some of us were horny for Edward and some of us were oh horny gosh. for Jacob. But I was horny for Bella's hot police chief daddy, Charlie Swan.
1: Yo, what is the deal with people having a crush <laughs> on this guy?
0: And you know what's so funny? This is what I wanted to talk about. I didn't realize until I was older that there was actually a cult following for Charlie Swan. Why? Like, a lot of girls. No, I won't even say women. Girls.
1: Middle-aged, middle-school middle girls.
0: I would probably say teens. But, <laughs> <laughs> like, high schoolers and a little bit older, they're team frickin' Charlie. Charlie. Wha- like, bro, people I don't get actually that. watched this movie and were like, Charlie Swan, swoon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is that a thing they say? No, no, that's fucking say that wild. Up. But
0: that's a, that's a thing I did not realize until I was older. And so I think it's just so funny to mention is <laughs> Charlie, Charlie Swan swoon. is a da- People were like, Charlie Swan is daddy. Okay. Um. <laughs> that's
1: fucking weird, man. That's so weird. Why him? I like him. He's the only rational person in the whole fucking movie. Right. But like, I don't, know. I don't get kinda, it.
0: He's kind of gruff. He's kind of like, you can see the sadness behind his eyes. Why do you want like,
1: that? Why do you want a man girls
0: want to fix him, babe. Oh
1: my God. <laughs> they it
0: just want to make Charlie happy it again. It was
1: incredibly sad when the waitress is like, he still comes here every night and he gets the same thing every night. And with a different delivery from that waitress... Steak You're like, this cobbler. is horrifically sad, bro.
0: Every night, staking and cobbler. Oh,
1: that's horrible. That's horrible.
0: But, that's it.
1: So, I have a question for you. Are you ready to answer some questions? Oh, yeah. Okay, let's I, do I it. thought
0: I was going to end the podcast on Daddy Swan. <laughs> no. Okay. We go, we
1: go. I'm going to end this on a great note, by the way.
0: Okay.
1: Number one. Team Edward or Team Jacob? You answered it. Team Jacob. I don't get that. I always thought you were Team Edward. Why Team Jacob? I'm also Team Jacob, but why you?
0: I thought... Taylor Lautner was more attractive than Edward Cullen, and I also thought that Bella could have a more normal life with, with Taylor Lautner with, T- with Jacob.
1: That's fair. So you so and she as a, have
0: to like hide things. But from growing her dad.
1: up, you were Team Jacob. Yeah. Huh.
0: Yeah, and I was also like, well, if she's with Jacob, then one, she doesn't have she can live a more normal life until Jacob becomes a werewolf. But I still think even life with a werewolf is more normal than life with a vampire. Absolutely. They still go through like because they're not
1: really life. actually werewolves. Oh. Like if you look it up, they're, a yeah. subs, they're like a subspecies right, of werewolves because they can, turn they, can they turn on command, but they are, they're called werewolves in the, in the movie, I'm pretty sure. But like, it's such a normal life because they're just yeah. like, it's not like once they a month he's got to go hide in a dungeon.
0: They eat normal food. Yeah. You can see your family. You could have children. Uh, your dads are already best friends. Like, mm-hmm. really easy. Steve Jacob was just like the more sane choice. <laughs> but you know what? Bella was in love.
1: Yeah. Love makes you do dumb things, huh?
0: Love makes you do dumb things, like want to turn into a vampire.
1: Friends <laughs> for eternity at 17 and have to go to high school for the rest of your life. Right. You Awful.
0: Love makes you get married at 18, um, impregnate your lover with a...
1: Demon, vampire, <laughs> half-human fucking thing. That's
0: going to kill her. Yeah. Um, and see it through and become a vampire in the end. Right. Almost... Not becoming a vampire. She almost died. Mm -hmm. We thought she was dead, but she pulled through.
1: (laughs) Yep, she sure did, unfortunately. So anyway, (laughs) it's so sad that she had to survive and they had to show us Renesmee. That was an abomination. That's a technical marvel right there. So you're about to become a vampire, but who do you want to turn you if you're given the choice? Klaus Morgan. Yeah. Damon Salvatore or Edward Cullen? You know. I know what I feel like you're going to surprise me here cuz I feel like there's an obvious answer but I feel like you're not going to take it. Really? Yeah.
0: Klaus Morgan? Yeah, weird, uh, bro. I thought you would go Damon, okay?
1: Yeah, tell me babe, let's do it.
0: Because in order to turn me into a vampire, Klaus is going to have to kill me.
1: Right?
0: Mm-hmm. So honestly, I'm going to hate Klaus. He killed me. Right. So that I can love Damon, because he doesn't oh kill Oh my
1: god, Empire. okay. Yeah, you're playing because the long I'm game. I'm
0: going to be a little a little aggravated with Klaus, because he had to kill me.
1: Wow, you really thought this I don't want
0: Damon to have to kill me. That's I want to love him.
1: I love this game plan of yours. This is great. This is clearly not the <laughs> first time you've had this thought, and I love that. <laughs> uh, I would pick Damon, but now you've convinced me that I would probably pick Klaus.
0: His name's not Klaus Morgan. That's why I'm like, who the fuck is Klaus Morgan? Klaus Morgan. That's it's Klaus Michelson.
1: Michelson. Klaus, Klaus Michelson. We're gonna
0: have to, now I feel dumb because I am obsessed with these shows. But when you said Klaus Morgan, I was like, like who the frick is Klaus Morgan?
1: Isn't the actor's last name Morgan?
0: I think so. That's where I got it from. Anyway, Klaus Michelson would turn it. Yeah.
1: Me. I always said Michelson, too. Uh, honestly, I didn't even say Michelson. I've always said Michelson. I do.
0: Klaus gets a soft spot on my heart, but I do think Damon is a better man.
1: So you would let Klaus... Change you so you could date Damon and just Edward's not even involved in the situation. Not at all. Fair enough. Who's more believable as a 17-year-old? Nina Dobrev or Kristen Stewart?
0: Kristen Stewart.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. She embodies this awkwardness and this yeah. just wanting to be so mature but can't quite come across as mature. It still comes across as like... Naive and immature, really like a, a, a very bad attempt to be mature. Whereas Nina yeah. Dobrev's character is constantly making the adult choice and doing it so confidently right. that you're like, Nina, okay, well, she's a woman.
0: Nina's too poised.
1: Yeah, she's like a full grown woman, whereas right. this Kristenssur acts like but a seventeen year old.
0: In Nina's defense, Elena's defense, both of her parents died, so she did have to kind of grow up fast. Yeah, but so I'm talking about the act,
1: the, the actor in the scenes. Oh, okay. So I'm thinking, I'm literally thinking Chris because <laughs> I think she embodies like a. A teenage tryhard more than Nina because Nina does yeah. it. She comes across as confident anyway. Like just right. Nina Dobrev in general. So I would pick. I'd probably pick her. Who's more clumsy, Bella or Josie Geller from Never Been Kissed? Oh.
0: I don't Bella.
1: Be- you think Bella? I think Josie. Yeah. The woman shut her little parka scarf thingy into a car door and walked away.
0: Yeah, but that's not necessarily clumsy. That's just oblivious.
1: I think she's clumsy, man.
0: Bella's actually like can't walk on her own two legs. She's like a like a. Noob. But she
1: could climb a tree. She's but like she a, could climb a tree just she's, fine with like like no help. New,
0: newborn deer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's wild. We'll have to agree to disagree. I think Josie. I think Josie's way more clumsy and just more embarrassing. I'm thinking more embarrassing, honestly. Yeah. I think Josie's just the embodiment of like pure secondhand embarrassment. Like, she's <laughs> so awkward. So you might be right about Clumsy. Yeah. But I'm still gonna have to go with my girl <laughs> because she's just, she's she's ridiculous. So to end this off, I have one question for you. Is it a bag of eggs?
0: I think it is a bag of eggs. <laughs> uh,
1: because- so for anyone who doesn't know, Cass, set the scene for her. Um, so- you answered that so quickly, bro. Oh my God, give me a second. You answered that so much faster than I thought you were going to do You were ready to go. Wow.
0: So, in... <laughs> Twilight, it is, in re- I think it's been recent years that people have pointed this out.
1: Yeah. I just uh, love that you're, like, in full academia mode. When, go.
0: in recent years, there's been a discovery.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> and
0: that discovery is, when we're introduced to all the vampires for the first time, when they're walking into the school cafeteria, Emmett is holding a bag <laughs> of what appears to be... <laughs> Eggs.
1: Twelve hard-boiled eggs in a bag.
0: <laughs> Just a bag of eggs. <laughs> Through
1: bag of eggs.
0: And you know why I think it's eggs? Because Emmett is the brawliest, uh, the biggest of the vampires. He's, yeah, he's, a, he's a huge compared he's to the rest got of them. Massive muscles. Yeah. And so told to up to the facade that he can have these massive muscles. <laughs> he's gonna he, eat. he eats twelve eggs for lunch. <laughs>
1: Yo, what's so funny is I'd never heard of this until we watched it this time, and you were like, you paused it, you rewind it, and said, look at that bag he's got, and you're like, is that a bunch of eggs? And I
0: was like, yo, it is. He's just protein loading with a bag of eggs. Also, I guess... guess, Oh,
1: fucking A, man. You
0: could argue that because they're vamp... I mean, they're observant enough, so you really couldn't argue this, but... They're vampires. Maybe they don't know that it's weird to eat twelve well, eggs. No, but honestly, <laughs> honestly,
1: my thought process when you said that, like, he's pretending to like protein load, I was like, that makes sense, and it right. makes sense to be a dozen fucking hard boiled eggs because he wouldn't know. That's insane. That's an insane you know, thing to do. You is. know,
0: all those boys in the high school are looking at Emmett's size, and they're like, "We gotta eat These twelve eggs. eggs for lunch."
1: You know, some kid went home and got yelled at by his mom because he hard boiled <laughs> twelve you know, eggs, fucking dozen eggs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's like mom's like what do you need from the grocery store this week and the kid's like seven, twelve, <laughs> seven dozen eggs
1: <laughs> i don't know if i just said that correctly <laughs> seven dozen eggs oh fuck that's fantastic um, <laughs> you know that some kid in school is saying that shit too right absolutely they're, so you
0: can walk through the door with his big ass biceps and a bag of eggs and they're like okay
1: that's how it's done. <laughs> Like, okay, all you gotta do is eat a dozen eggs <laughs> in a see-through plastic bag every day.
0: I mean, there's no other Fuck. excuse for what it could be. It's literally a plastic Ziploc bag with white balls in it.
1: The only thing I could think it could be, in my head, I was like, I don't know, scallops or bars of soap. So like, maybe it just smells <laughs> really bad. It's like, scallops? Scallops? Bars of soap? <laughs> So, dude, I don't know. It makes no sense what it would be. Could you imagine? Hold on, hold on, hold on. How the fuck are you transporting a dozen eggs to school and keeping them fresh until 1230? Okay. Right? What is going on, man?
0: I'm looking up a picture so we can look again. It's definitely a bag of eggs. (laughs) It even, like, shows it sitting on the table after the fact in the next scene. How did
1: we not catch that? That is absolutely eggs. Or it's ping pong balls, but it's eggs. It's eggs. That's absolutely eggs. You zoom in on that and that's a that's a dozen eggs. A dozen hard-boiled <laughs> eggs. You want to physique like Emmett? You want to be a freak? you got to eat 12 eggs a day. <laughs> oh, my God. That's it for us. We're out of here. We've had too much. We've had too many eggs. One too many eggs on this podcast. we got to go. So, uh, you know, to do all the things, click uh, in the description. I'll have all my links. You go ahead and do all that good stuff. But you also should share this with people who love movies. Uh, or if you don't like this podcast, share it with the people you hate and make them listen to us. We we don't care as long as you're listening. So thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back next week with probably an Adam Sandler movie. I'm thinking because Spaceman comes out next week, and I'm super excited about that. So
0: this is the first time you've ever given like a early sneak peek, unless you follow me on Instagram,
1: <laughs> and then you see that we usually we used to do uh, we used to do uh, not so much now, but we used to do the. Uh, A little calendar every month. So, anyway, uh, do all that, watch a movie, and uh, share a space.